Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is From Debt to Wealth to Impact. This is the show where I help people move from financial struggle to financial stability and from financial stability to financial significance, making a difference in the world if that's something that you choose. At the very least, you should have a secure retirement where you don't have to spend your golden years working for the golden arches. My name is David Smith, and I will be your host and tour guide for this journey. So let's dive into the content today. Today's episode is six money myths that hold you back. Are you being prevented from becoming financially prosperous? A false belief system about money can seriously affect both short and long-term financial worth, but there is a way out. Throw away these six money myths and you will be on the path to prosperity. These are six things that you might be believing that you might want to reconsider. So do you hold any of these erroneous beliefs? Number one, and I hear this a lot, I still um, am in the, the working sector and I have, a, I have co-workers and friends and I hear this one that says, if I get a raise or if I get a better paying job, that moves me into a higher tax bracket and I'll actually take home a smaller paycheck. That's the myth. Thankfully, this isn't true. Being moved into a higher tax bracket only increases the tax rate on the income you earn in that tax bracket. Now, what does that mean? This, the chart I'm going off of is um, from 2011, but the principle holds true. If you were single and, and filed, uh, filed in 2011, from zero to 8,500, you were taxed at 10%. From 8,500 to 34,500, you're taxed at 15%. From 3,483,600, you're taxed at 25%, and so on. So what this means is, if you were to earn $25,000, you would be taxed 10% from on your first 8,500, and the 15% tax rate wouldn't kick in until the 8,500 mark. Um, if you were to make, say, $50,000, $60,000, the 25% taxable income the 25% tax does not kick in until 34.5. Now, again, this was in 2011 and this was filing singly. You know, you'd have to check the current charts to see what that is. But if you get a raise and you move into a higher tax bracket, again, it doesn't raise your taxes on your entire income. You always want to make more money than less money. Getting a raise is a good thing. All right, number two. Renting is just throwing money in the garbage. Well, is that true? Let's compare renting to other necessities of modern living. Do you regard the money that you pay out for gasoline to be the same as throwing it away? How about what you spend on electricity? These are just expenses. They're just examples of consumables without any lasting value that we have to consistently purchase. However, they're required for daily living in our society. And rent just falls under that category. Even homeowners have to throw away money on items like property taxes and mortgage interest. Of course, mortgage interest is deductible, so there's that. Um, and sometimes more than what you're usually, usually paying in rent. For the first several years of most mortgages, you're essentially paying mostly interest. On a 30-year $150,000 mortgage at 7% interest, your first five years of payments would be $60,000. Of that $60,000, you throw away about $51,000 worth of interest. 
you know, there are times and there are charts you can look at. You can just Google this and find out, is it better off to rent or own in my area? So, the, you know, just, just something to consider. It's not always true that renting is throwing away money. Number three, higher price means higher quality. More expensive items are not always of greater quality. For example, generic drugs are generally, generally regarded to be just as beneficial as their name brand alternatives. We had a good example of this when we were living in, in Las Vegas. There was a marshmallow factory. Yes, there was a big factory, and that was what they did. They made marshmallows. And before it blew up, yes, it did blow up, but before it blew up, you could tour it. And you walked through this tour and watched how marshmallows were made. And when you got to the end of the tour, there was a big display of all the brands of marshmallows that were made out of that factory. Everything from the most generic yellow label, if you have an always save um, in your town, that's a very generic low-end grocery store, all the way up to the craft um, fancy marshmallows. The exact same marshmallows were made in the exact same factory, and they just put them in different packaging, and the different retailers charge different prices depending on what the packaging was. There really wasn't a significant difference in the marshmallow. So higher price doesn't always mean higher quality. Sometimes, yes. But again, don't just automatically say, hey, just because it costs more, there are things that you can save money on by buying the lower price item and you're not having a drop off in the quality. All right, number four, you need a lot of money to start investing. Now, it's true that some brokerage companies require a minimum amount of money to open an account. However, there's also many online brokers that you don't really have to put up very much at all. Um, you can use Webull, and I put $100 into my account simply because they gave me a couple of free stocks by doing that. But I don't think you actually even needed $100 to start investing. Um, I think there's still an app around called Acorn, and it will literally let you invest your spare change from when you go shopping. So you don't have to have a ton of money to start investing. You can just start with your spare change. Number five, keeping a balance on my credit card will help my credit rating. One of the factors that goes into a credit score is the percentage of available credit that's being utilized. So you are better off without carrying a balance. That's not to say you shouldn't use it. Just pay it off monthly. Um, there's no benefit for you to pay interest to the credit card com companies. So if you have a credit card, if you're one of those people who's trying to get out of debt or you are out of debt, keep using your credit card. Buy a couple of things, but then have the intention of paying it off when the bill comes. And that will do more for your credit rating than carrying a balance. And then number six, this one is a big one to me. A lot of people have this faulty money belief. This faulty money belief is that you should just get a job and work that job and you'll get a gold watch at the end of 40 years and have a nice secure retirement, be able to live with Social Security and, you know, whatever else. But the myth is that having a job is the path to financial freedom and the path to having a good retirement. And in 2021, we really cannot say that that's the case. It probably hasn't been the case for a long time. 
Uh, one exception to this is if you can get a good union job, my father-in-law worked for Ford Glass and he retired. It was union. He retired and had an, a, a very, very good pension. And when he died, unfortunately, my mother-in-law was uh, got very acceptable, respectable survivorship benefits out of that pension. But outside of a good union job, and those don't, those, there's not a whole lot of those around anymore, um, just getting a job and working 40, 50 years, we can look around and see that it's not true. 75% of the people in America live paycheck to paycheck. Most people have too much debt. More than 50% of Americans over the age of 50 have less than $100,000 saved for retirement. How has working a job all of these years been beneficial to them to getting any kind of financial freedom? Let me tell you, the cure to this myth is having your own business, having your own side hustle. Now, you don't necessarily have to quit your job. If you have a, a, a good job and it pays your bills, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it does pay your bills. Don't go out and start a side hustle and quit your job right away. You're probably not going to be able to. I know it hasn't happened for me. I uh, always have always run side hustles. And what it did was help me pay down debt, improve my retirement situation, uh, cover the cost of living here in California, but I've never quite quit my job. I will tell you one of the things that I made a mistake with with my side hustle was not investing more of the money instead of using that money to just have to, to upgrade my lifestyle. Now, the number one way to improve your life, to get out of debt faster, to have a better retirement is to have some kind of a side hustle. Now, we're running out of time on this episode, but I have a pretty significant PDF called 14 Ways to Make an Extra $1,000 in Your Spare Time. 14 Ways to Make an Extra $1,000 in Your Spare Time. Now again, think about it. If you had an extra $1,000 a month coming in every month, how much faster could you pay off your debt? If you had an extra $1,000 coming in every month, how much could you put into your retirement account? Maybe you could take more of your paycheck and go into a tax-deferred uh, company retirement and then live off at a thousand dollars a month from your side hustle all just different things that you can do but trust me having a thousand dollars extra a month is better than not maybe you get close to retirement you take that thousand dollar side hustle turn it into a real business it makes two three four thousand dollars every month now instead of having um being short on your retirement and instead of having to go get a job, you've created a way for you to work for yourself, not go work for McDonald's or for Walmart. So again, I've got this free resource, 14 ways to make an extra $1,000 a month in your spare time. Go to davidsmithspeaks.com. And as you scroll down on the right, you'll see a form where you put in your email address and just confirm your email address and it will send you that PDF right away. Again, davidsmithspeaks.com. Scroll down and fill in your email and get 14 ways to make an extra $1,000 a month in your spare time. Maybe you already have a business idea, but you haven't developed it yet. Get on my calendar. My calendar is at davidsmithspeaks.com slash calendar. Uh, schedule a 15-minute virtual coffee. Maybe you already have a side hustle or a side business, but you're not making as much money as you'd like. Again, get on my calendar. I am a, a business coach, 
a, a certified entrepreneurship coach. Get on my calendar and let's talk. If you've got a business idea or a side business that's just not as successful as you would like it to be, uh, my calendar for a 15-minute virtual coffee is davidsmithspeaks.com slash calendar. Or get the free resource, 14 Ways to Make an Extra $1,000 a Month in Your Spare Time at davidsmithspeaks.com and scroll down to put in your email. Uh, again, I hope you found these six myths um, useful to learn about, uh, have some belief systems that maybe you can examine and see if they're useful to you or if they are holding you back. I hope that you have enjoyed the episode and I will see you again next time. Namaste.